ADHD. Indeed. Attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. That's the one. It's a mental disorder that we both suffer from, isn't that right, Sid? Indeed it is. So we met at the Manchester Media Group Winter Winter Ball Ball in December, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, we were just talking for ages. I think we were waiting for our drinks at the bar. Yeah, I believe that's when we first yes. met. Yeah. And then we were just talking for ages about our degrees, yeah. had a couple of beverages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And then we were just talking about for ages and ages and ages. And I just remember going, Sid, I'm so sorry, I'm probably going on a tangent. First of all, I've had a couple of bevies and, yeah. and I've also got ADHD. Then you went, I've got ADHD as well. Yes. And we were yeah. like, do you know what? Let's just do a podcast together talking about it and our life experience with it. Diagnosis, relationships with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, education, mental health, all of that stuff. So that's what yeah. we're going to do today. Very interesting stuff. So I looked online and there's this TikToker I follow and he is, his whole page is all about ADHD. And he is a doctor and he said that there's 14 like official diagnosis symptoms you have to have to be able to have ADHD. Yeah. So if we just go through them and talk about how we relate to them a little bit. All right. So with the actual name itself, there's a bit of a problem with it, isn't there? It is, yes. Because it stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, mm. but it's not actually a deficit. It's just like an inability to maintain your attention to things. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's quite a... You said, you said there was something else about the name that you said that was quite... Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so, yeah, as he said, it's, it's not necessarily about, you know, having a lack of attention. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty poor name. Um, mm. But essentially, the underlying um, ADHD is one of the uh, few uh, learning uh, disabilities or, or, or difficulties um, that we've been able to identify, like, an underlying uh, physiological cause to. Yeah. And that's a lack of dopamine receptors. Yeah. Which, uh, for those of you who don't know, like, dopamine's very much uh, um, involved in the... Um, the reward system mm. in your brain. So, uh, you know, if, if you do something that you like for the first time, mm. you get a big kind of shot of dopamine and it makes you feel good and it makes you want to uh, do that uh, certain thing again. And then, uh, you know, you, 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 so you do it again, um, but this time you'd t- less dopamine will be uh, released. And uh, essentially that, 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 that keeps on, uh, that, that, that carries on. Yeah. Um, and so that's the reward system in, in a nutshell. Um, the thing with people with ADHD, they have a lack of dopamine receptors, mm-hmm. which means that kind of reward system isn't uh, as quite uh, as as uh, pronounced, yeah. I suppose, as, as the uh, uh, regular person. Which mean which leads to like you know all sorts of issues we'll we'll, we'll be going into. Yes. Um, and yeah, just uh, you know the the, the the one of the main ones being. Um, being impulsive because oh my god yeah be, because you, you, so you don't have the impulsive. attention to you know f- focus on 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 anything else exactly so mm. we've got like 14 official things that yeah. you have to kind of suffer i don't want to say suffer with but you kind of go through deal every with, day yeah. deal with every single day to be able to officially be diagnosed with adhd so number one is trouble sitting still oh certainly yeah do you know what i was looking back at my first podcast i did and if you watch me, if you like skip through the YouTube video and you just watch me, I fiddle so much. Like my hair's tied up one moment. It's on, like it's all my curl clips are off. My watch is on and off throughout the yeah. whole thing. My water bottle, like everything's moving around, constantly moving. Mm. And I don't know, I've just always been like that. I think I had to, kind of, it sounds so weird. <laughs> I had to like train myself to be able to sit down for long periods of time. Like, yes. But really hard because there was a point in school I genuinely could not sit still for more than five minutes. Mm. Otherwise, I genuinely would feel like, I don't know, yeah, just go I, all. 
I, I suddenly get that. I was, especially in uh, primary school, I was. I remember being t- told off quite a lot for, uh, you know, n- not sitting still. Yeah. I, I remember there was even a um, a time I believe I was in like year four or something. Yeah. I was on my chair, you know, just one of those plastic chairs, not like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Would rocking rock back, back yeah. yeah, rocking back and forth. And you know, you hear all this like nightmare stories a teacher tells you about yeah. the kid who falls back and cracks their head open yes. and, and dies. Um, I mean, so, something similar like that happened to me. Not not quite really? as extreme. Oh my God. There was um, I was sitting in the chair. There, there was a, a girl behind me, um, and I just like rocked back so far, just like completely like fell and I like, landed on <laughs> landed oh on, my God, really? on her back. Yeah, I got, got gone to some some trouble with oh that. Oh my God. Um, I mean, they were gonna. I mean, there is a thing about um, ADHD and boys and girls. So with yes. boys and girls, they t- tend to act very differently, especially in the younger years. Mm. I think girls tend to be a bit more quiet and like kind of held back a little yeah. bit, whereas I- boys tend to be a bit more impulsive and kind of rowdy in a mm. way. Because, um, yeah, I think uh, uh, most often girls are diagnosed with a uh, in a Initative, yeah. Um, ADHD. Mm. Uh, boys do tend to be more more hyperactive. You can be combined. Yeah. But yes, like the the kind of stereotypical image of of ADHD, mm. where when people think of it, is this like you know hyperactive like boy running around running yeah. around the classroom. Um, and again, for children, that that's that that tends to be quite true. But yeah. as you get older, um, sim- yeah, symptoms tend to uh, very much shift to uh, initative. Mm. You still have some hyperactive symptoms, which I, I have some um hyperactive yeah. symptoms. Um. But I'm because uh, I'm combined, but I'm still yeah. very much more uh, in the total. I was going to add on to the boy and girl thing because in primary school, obviously, you said you're a bit hyperactive in primary school. With me, when my parents went to the doctor when I was about five years old, the doctor diagnosed me about everything, and then he said, "Okay, to kind of like confirm this fully, can you please ask her teachers what she's like in school?" Mm. So they gave um, my primary school teachers a little list or whatever, and then the teachers just kind of said, no, she's very quiet, she's not hyperactive at all, like, it's fine. So they kind of dismissed it initially. Yes, yeah. Um, and I don't think that's fair at all, because obviously I was, I'm, I've got the hyperactive side as well, um, but it wasn't in school. I think mm. in some lessons, especially if I... This, okay, this is a huge jump from primary school to A-level. But in A-level, I did maths, further maths and economics. In my maths classes, I was like, I'd say the cl- class clown a little bit. I was really loud, cracking jokes, like quite hyperactive. But in economics, I was very reserved and very quiet and laid back a little bit. Not laid back, but quiet. And I think, again, that's why I think a lot of the time, you know, there's this whole thing about girls being underdiagnosed and boys being overdiagnosed. Yes, yeah. Because I think maybe there can be a little bit of a mismatch or mm. maybe, um, to, especially to do with the hyperactive side. There is, yeah. I mean, um, in ge- in general, like, um, uh, like in a state of ADHD, which is what well, well, girls tend to have more yep, when they're younger, it is particularly, like, harder. It is p- mm. particularly harder to, to diagnose because, um, in general, the symptoms for ADHD are, like, very vague. It's one of yeah. those dis- uh, misdiagnosed conditions, um, conditions are Because a lot of people can suffer. If, if you don't have ADHD, you can, like, you know, deal with some of these things here and there. But with us, it's a bit more like it's constant. It's all the time. Yes, yeah. Like, people, like... People can not sit, people can fidget, people, it doesn't necessarily yes, mean yeah. you've got it, you know? Yeah, because um, I, I, I heard an analogy online one time um, saying that, yeah, like, a lot of people will have these, like, symptoms, um, but, like, you know, yeah, for us, it's constant, you know, it's, it's, it's like height, yeah. you know, you know, it, it, you might be, like, five foot six or something, and you might be tall. Like me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you might, you might be tall, like, you know, standing next to someone who's, like, you know, four foot five, but, you know, and so in, in that can, in that case, like, you're tall, mm. but you're not, like, constantly, um, 
you're not, you're not always tall. Yeah. You know, that's not necessarily. I, I, if you I, get I saw about this as well. Did you yes. know, I think we watched the same video. Yeah, was, well, was that from How to ADHD? Yes, there we go. Yes, yeah. there we go. It means, yeah, she was. I think it was on one of the last episodes. If you don't know, How to ADHD is basically. Um, it's a lady. I forgot her name. I forgot. Her but she's name as amazing. Well, yeah. She's so great. She suffers mm. from ADHD as well, and she makes these Snapchat videos. And we both follow it. We just yes, realize now. Yeah. She did a TED talk as well, which was really oh. good. I watched her TED talk. Did you watch I saw it? that. Yes, so yeah. good. Um, yeah. And she started crying at the end. I know. Bless yeah. It was, um, it, it is a very good channel for mm. the, for people for, for those of you who are, are seeking out any yep. uh, advice for you know to handle ADHD um, tips. Yeah. Um, just you kind of it makes you feel not alone, and it also helps you with little tasks mm. that we all kind of suffer from if we've got ADHD. Yeah. Also, I just wanted to say to people listening, like please make sure you don't self-diagnose. You have to talk to a doctor. Yeah. You have to, mm. you know, because. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, when it comes to like self-diagnosing, I think it's a, it's a quite a fine line. Mm. Um, like you, you have to tread because um, well, if you're an adult, yeah, and you have and you think you have ADHD, yeah. Like I said, the symptoms are like very vague. Yeah, we've and, only gone through one. We'll go through the rest in a bit, but like yeah. Yeah. Um. So if you um. So if you go to a, a doctor and like mm. list off all these uh, um, symptoms, um, they're going to take eons to diagnose you because they, they have to like sift through all these tests and symptoms. Because like again, it shares a lot of symptoms with like autism and yeah. and bipolar. Even. Yeah. Um, so like so if you actually like want to get your ADHD, if you think you have ADHD yeah. and you want to get it done like some point in the near future, yeah. you do actually have to go to a doctor and like actually say like I think I have ADHD. Yeah. On the other hand, you know, don't go around telling everyone, you know, no, yeah, like, yeah, d- 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 don't be too um, yeah, emotional yeah, yeah. about it. But yeah. The second one, which I, I mean, I struggle with all of all 14 of these things, but another one is quickly distracted by different stimulating things very oh. easily. Yes. This is, this is a huge one for me. Whether I'm in a conversation, in a lecture, trying to study anything, even if I'm watching a movie, constantly mm. things are distracting me. And it's really hard because like, especially when it comes to studying, I can't work with like music because obviously I'm just gonna be distracted. That nothing will go into my head if I'm trying to. Study. You work with any any. Uh, music? This is the thing. I was gonna not with music, but like if it's like kind of like Beethoven-y. Yes, or classical. No lyrics. Yeah, exactly. I listen classical. to classical. Yeah. So no lyrics, and sometimes what I do recently, um, if you've got AirPods on the iPhone, they've got like background noises. So oh, I sometimes yeah. listen to like just rain or like stream White or something noise. like that. Yes. Although the rain one again, that was a bit distracting for me because there was this bird chirping. Some bits <laughs> really, I was just yeah. like, oh my god, just stop, stop chirping. It was distracting mm. me. But yeah things like that would help but like so because of that i think the best place is to go to somewhere quiet and then put in background noise yes because that can kind of mm. especially with headphones in because you know that kind of gets you in the zone as well do you ever listen to a uh, lo-fi hip-hop i don't no oh this thing because i listen to hip-hop all the time i just feel like i've tried to do it with like when studying but i just end up just like dancing yeah <laughs> i get that but yeah but like, for me yeah, lo- lo-fi, lo-fi, lo-fi it's like um Oh, it's, it's hard. It's just like really chilled, like slow paced. Okay. Kind of like, uh, kind of hip beat zone, I, I suppose. Okay. But there's, there's no, like, there's usually no, um, like, there's no words in it. Like, for me, it's just. Oh, there's no like, words? Yeah, yeah, there's, like there's no words. Yeah, like, um, you ever seen, like, the lo fi, lo fi, lo fi girl on yeah. YouTube? She's quite, like, my chilled cow. Okay. It's quite, it's quite, a, like, a big, like, live stream of, it just plays, like, lo fi, like, okay. hip hop tunes, like, 24 7. I might have to get into that. Um, but yeah, like, a lot of time when I'm working, I just, like, you know, put that on in the back. Background okay. and, and it, yeah, That's very much cool. helps. Um, but yeah, in, in terms of like you know, getting distracted by stimuli, um, even conversations. Yes, oh my god, yeah. if someone's talking to me for too long, 
I just I mm. think or I just zone out basically sometimes. Yeah. Difficulty concentrating on things that don't interest you, especially for a longer period of time, is the third official. Yes. Thing. Certainly. Um. I. Yeah. Uh, I. It's. It's. It's so incredibly hard to go. So cr- hard. It, it, it gets stuff done when, uh, like, you know, when, 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 even if it's like a very simple like assignment. I remember like last year. Yeah. So some assignments where I'd literally just have to write like three hundred words about yes. something, but I'm so oh disinterested in it that it would take me like just yes. three or four hours, and just like really shouldn't take like no. really shouldn't shouldn't, shouldn't take that long. Is, I would do it until the deadline. So I remember last semester I had a module where I had to write a hundred words every week, and it was due at Wednesday, twelve p.m. Oh my god! I literally. Oh, I dedicated the entire Tuesday to those 100 words. Yeah. <laughs> because I just, the thing is, I could easily get it done within five, 10 minutes. And someone who doesn't have ADHD could have easily done that. But I just didn't do it until literally, when it got to like 11 a.m. the next day, that's when obviously it will come um, up soon, but like we can work well under pressure. And that's when I just kind of banged out those 100 words. But then afterwards, it can kind of make you feel really rubbish about yourself because you're like, I could have easily done that yesterday and I would have had all this time to do something yeah. else. It's the most frustrating. And just thing. exhausted as exactly. well. You just so feel, yeah. And like you lose so much sleep because obviously I stayed up the whole night until 11 and that's when I got it done. And I just yeah. said, it's awful. Uh, number four is quickly switching from one activity to another, often leaving the other one unfinished. Oh, yeah. And this is yeah. me. Do you usually have, when you're on your laptop, do you usually have loads of tabs open? Oh, yeah, like 20 tabs oh, open all the time. It's yeah. because literally, like, I'll be on one website and then suddenly something else will come into my head and I open. That's why it's there's so many tabs. It's not yes, like we've just yeah. like moved on and just don't close them. Because we forget we... about it. Like anyway, yeah. like if it's uh, if I was like looking for something I want to buy on Amazon, yeah. Um, you know, I put the tab open. I might like look for it and it'll just like stay open because if it's like if I close it, yes. then, then it'll just be gone later. in my mind forever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Um, number five is can't keep internally still. So we talked about the externally still, internally. So that's a bit like your brain and things that you're thinking about. I don't know about you, but I feel like I ha- I can't remember a time where I literally was not thinking about anything. I think it's impossible. Yes. Constantly. like Even in this podcast, I'm probably thinking about what's happening later or what am I doing tomorrow, what happened yesterday. Mm. It's constantly going on in my head. Yeah, because thinking about Can't switch off. Yeah, like because uh, I I didn't I, I wasn't really like aware of this because it was only when I started researching ADHD yeah. and I like wanted to get diagnosed. Yeah, I found out like well like people don't have this like constant internal like dialogue, yeah. just like constantly almost just narrating and criticizing like everything you 100%. do. Yeah, so surprised that you know people when people you go don't, to don't sleep at night. Mm. Do you feel like, do you find it hard to sleep at night? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, because do people, like, just think of nothing when they fall asleep? I don't know, this asleep? is the thing. Yeah. When I go to bed, I'm literally there, and I'm thinking about everything that happened in the day, overthinking things I've done, little yeah. things I've done during the day, as well as, like, what am I going to do tomorrow? Like, it's constant thoughts. Mm. And then I just feel like when I fall asleep, it's just being exhausted from all the thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just so it's awful. Number six is not being able to wait your turn in a group setting. Yes, yeah, because... Everyone uh, knows this about me. Mm. It's, oh, it's so annoying. It's because well, when you think of something to say, you know, like, you might just forget it That's within, like, thing. five minutes. So you have to, like, say it now. Like, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it just ends up, yeah, interrupting and I d- I d- Yeah, exactly. And it's the thing is, it's not that we want to do it, and we know that it can come across as quite rude, but we're not. it's not our intention. No, it's yeah. It's literally just because we think that we're going to forget it, or we just get really excited. Yeah, about Are you introverted th- or extroverted? Um, more introverted. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. See, I think because I'm quite extroverted, so I get a lot of my energy anyway from group settings, so I feel like it just skyrockets. Because mm. especially when I'm with people I really vibe with or, like, really close friends who I can be myself with, it's just through the roof. Like, it's just, it's crazy. So, like, obviously, if they're just talking, you just kind of interrupt and, yeah. Number seven is often knowing the answer to a question before someone even finishes asking it. 
Oh yeah, again, yeah. I mean, yeah. If it's to... yeah, again, if it's a question like you know you, you want to answer, yeah. You know, you you know, it's always more impressive if you're able to answer before it's, before it's finished. You 100%. know, hundred percent. And then also, I just think because we just kind of we're quite impulsive anyway. We just kind of just speak without thinking a lot of the time. So it's yeah. not that we're like, yeah. Um, number eight is trouble fulfilling tasks. I kind of touched on this a little bit with the hundred words. Yeah. I always feel as if because I only do things last minute. I always feel rubbish about the fact that if I did, if I'd started earlier, which I obviously want to, it's not that I don't want to. And I'm not like lazy or anything. I physically can't start early, Ooh. even if I sit there and try and start. I will not be able to get on with it until it's under pressure last minute. Yes. Yeah. So fulfilling the task thing, even with things like GCSE grades and things like that, I always just think I could have easily done way better. Always, do you mm. know what I mean? Even if you you've done well and like above average or whatever you always know internally you'd never feel like you've reached your potential no yeah I, it's I, I, awful I, yeah, feeling I, 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 that, yeah feeling constantly throughout the secondary school 100% um, especially because I went to a grammar school so it's like same as well yeah you yes, went to yeah. School, yeah I remember you saying um, so when it's like everyone like we are smart I mean, every, everyone's like even if you smart do good, somewhere, yeah. yeah but like it just makes you feel like you're just the dumbest person in the world when yeah. you're not. Mm. Of course you're not. It's just that you're not able to sit down and and obviously that, especially at a grammar school where everyone is so high achieving, it really lowers your confidence. It does because yes. you think you're not good enough, but you are. Especially with um, like especially in like kind of group settings. Yeah. Where like you know, oftentimes I'll just never listen to instructions, so I'll just be like clueless. Yeah. When I had to do a like, group work, which in it, chemistry, which again, in chemistry, yeah. the lab project, or oh like any of the, I yeah. have no idea what I was doing. I was just following my <laughs> Absolutely friends. Absolutely not. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. And even I remember in school. We'll come on to school later, but I'll mention yeah. it then. But yeah. Number nine. Is that nine? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine is difficulty trying to play calmly. So that's in terms of like sports, uh, PlayStation, things like that. You're not yeah. able to just kind of like play calmly and like when you win or whatever, you just, mm. you, you're proper, like, you're into it. This oh, is the yeah. hyper-focusing side. I remember it's when, you know, when I'm playing a game of like, you know, Smash Bros or something, yeah. like, I get properly, <laughs> I get properly into it. You have no idea. But no, I remember in, in primary school, you know, when you need know, to actually play with, mm. play with kids. Um, I remember, uh, uh, you know, accidentally making some people like, you know, cry sometimes because I'd like oh, accidentally, uh, accidentally like, you just shove them too hard to you know during a game of bulldogs whatever. yeah um but and again yeah. that's not your intention no it's just how our brain yeah. and bodies work uh number 10 is often not thinking things through before doing them so that's a bit of like impulsiveness yeah i am incredibly incredibly impulsive it actually gets my parents and friends like my close friends really scared sometimes just because i just kind of just go for things i just go for it like i just I don't know. It just feels like I think there's a technical term, but it's like you often feel like you're driven by a motor. Yes. You have yeah. to like. So, for example, if I've suddenly decided, okay, I want to go to the gym today, I will literally get up, stop everything I'm doing, and just head there. Because that's anything you can think. Yeah. Once you fixate like, no, it, that's anything right you can fix. It's like I need to do it yeah, right now. Mm. So a lot of things. It's really weird because a lot of things you always are procrastinating. You're like, I'll do it later. I can't. Or like, or you sit down and try to do it, and you can't do it until the last minute. But when you really want to do something. And and it's like your brain saying you have to do it now, no matter what. Like you have to stop everything you're doing, just go for it. Do you suffer with that as well? Yes, well, yeah. not, well, not suffer because that's mm. kind of negative. But like, do you? Yeah, I, well? I, I do. I do uh, certainly get that. There's, there's just like, uh, and there's all these moments. And well, I mean, for me, it's not even like you know focusing on things that are like even productive. You know, like going to the gym is just like uh, I'll just be thinking about maybe this like one thing I want to buy. Yeah. And instead of like you know doing my work, oh I'll my just spend gosh, like yes. I'll just spend like hours and then like researching like you know like cameras yes, I want to buy. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, reading all like the that. reviews, looking at oh my god, yeah. same. <laughs> and then off, like things like that as well with things like 
shopping as well. When I'm studying, like you said, if I want something really bad, like a, like this bag that I've wanted for ages, I it's, it's just like a like a whirlwind of like procrastination because you're just like okay, and no, I need to get it now. It's not like you write it down and I'll come back to it later. You need to do it right now. Yeah. So you, again, you open up the next tab and you're looking for that. You're looking at the reviews. Then you go onto YouTube to see if anyone else has got it. And then on YouTube, you see other things and you just, it's just like it's a cycle. It's a dominant. And you yeah, can't a, stop. Mm. And then you then you've got like a hundred tabs open and then you've got no work done. Um, but yeah, number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven is often losing things. Um, I mean, I, I I gotta say, I'm not huge. Same. It's like I I don't never lose things like that important. I, I have mm. a friend who actually who has ADHD and she she loses stuff yeah. constantly. Yeah. She's been locked outside her room like five times already. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's a weird well. lock. So I, I I've never done it because I've I, you know the thought of just being locked outside my room in the middle of the night just yeah. like you know it's it's just awful. So yeah. I, it's basically muscle memory now for me to like you know uh, unlock the door. Um, but like it, you know my my. I, I know stuff like my phone and, and, and my wallet they're all you know, same, very same important. with me like, like touch wood yes. but like um, I think I'm the similar like I've got everything the losing one I remember talking to the doctor about it and I was like I don't really lose things that often no, especially the yeah. important stuff like I might be a bit like untidy here and there or whatever in my room if oh, I'm not organised yeah, really, yeah really messy yeah so that in terms of that it can be a bit unorganised but I don't fully like lose things no. and not remember yeah. I mean it can happen obviously like but not often mm. number 12 is frequently disrupting others so if they they're doing something that they really need to get on with, and that do, kind of links into the group, kind yeah, of. a little yeah, bit yeah, as well. Yeah, group group friends. Yeah, exactly. Interrupting and things like that. Mm. Number thirteen is talking a lot. This is just self-explanatory. Like we just do you remember when we first met at that when we were at the bar in that winter ball thing? Yeah, we were. I don't. I think we were talking for like two hours. It must have been something like that. Yeah, so long. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god! I just I just don't get how like our energy just doesn't. Mm. I mean, we yeah. I don't know. We we're just talking so much. My friends get really annoyed by it as well, but they understand it. They're understanding of it because they're my friends. Yeah. But they just know I just talk like crazy, especially if I'm in a group setting or surrounded by people I feel really comfortable with. Mm. In a way, nothing, nothing. I hate awkward silences. Oh well. yeah, just me too. To, like the constant need to like fill uh, uh, like an awkward silence. I, I just I can't stand it. Even if what you're saying is just complete rubbish. Exactly. That's <laughs> again the impulsive. Yeah. Of talking. Mm. And then the last one which is number 14, this is often not seeming to be listening. And I've been told quite a lot of times, um, a lot of the time, if someone, for example, if we're playing a board game um, and I don't know the rules, a lot of the time people kind of look at me and they go, Grim, are you even listening? Yeah. I'm like, wait, what do you, wait, what? <laughs> so I think, are you listening? Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's the kind of zoning out part. Yeah. I just think if someone, that's the thing, if someone's talking to me for a very long t period of time about something, I can concentrate. Like, I think my friend um, Vicky, she had like, Yesterday she came into my room and she was kind of uh, talking to me about something that like she was going on about a story that had happened uh, when she went back home. And I was listening to the first three quarters of what she was saying. Then by the end, I was just zoning, zoning out. Not because I wanted to. I wanted to listen. Yeah. But I physically can't help it. Yeah, because yeah, like, like, that's the thing. Like, it's not like, you know, people, neurotypical people, I think about, like, losing like concentration mm. and they, they they don't really like understand like the extent yep. to which like we, we lose concentration yeah. like it's actually like or, like borderline physically impossible it's really to impossible. concentrate on something because when you're then not you're thinking about trying to concentrate and then you're thinking about trying to trying to concentrate it's just yeah. such a I, I suffered from that so much in school especially in subjects like sciences mm. like I remember I was like okay today I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna listen to everything the teacher says so I try really hard but then I'm thinking about trying to really and then I just zone out it's just impossible Yes, yeah. which is why in school 
I literally, I'm not even joking. I taught everything myself. Same. Everything. Yeah, li- yeah. Because I couldn't. It was impossible. Even in primary school, impossible to learn in the classroom. Mm. Impossible. Which is why now, I'm not gonna lie. With Zoom and everything. Um, I mean, with COVID and uni being on Zoom and everything, I don't know about you, but I found that really helpful because so, you can yes, pause videos, yeah. learning your own time. Is it, is it, like I, um, I hardly go to like any lectures. Yeah, same. Like what whatsoever because like we're not, it, condone, we're not condoning that, but no, yeah, no, we, we wouldn't recommend it. You know, it's, it's, it's down to a learning style. <laughs> but like you know, if I go to a lecture, what happens is like, it's like you know, I rock up, sit down, just like black out for an hour. Yes. <laughs> oh then, my god, nothing just, will go in my no, head. No, yeah. So like, why spend that hour just being a lecture for the sake of being a lecture? for the sake of being at a lecture yep. when it's all uploaded onto blackboards yep. and, and you, you can, can just pause, go at your and own you're speed. there by yourself you can put your yeah. phones in and just like pause play and you can concentrate on your own mm. time that is yeah mm. so if we actually go on to like diagnosis yes we talked briefly about this at the ball but if you want to tell everyone mm. like your diagnosis kind of process and stuff like yeah, that yeah wow God, it's, it's quite a journey for me so mm. um, I, I guess I first had my suspicions I had ADHD uh, I reckon like halfway through uh, my first year yeah. at uni um like i was thinking it, it really was, shows at uni it really yes, shows yes it does it was, yeah cuz like i was surprised at the amount of work they're hitting us with especially after covid cuz i came in to uni like straight from covid yeah. just like you know 6 months of doing like absolutely nothing mm. to then just like doing like pretty like pretty intense work yes. um like oh way gosh. more than i thought and um i was handwriting my notes which probably like didn't help because that takes ages Same. and um I was just, yeah, I, I just felt like I was just like, you know, constantly behind on work. And I, I, I began to think like, it really shouldn't be this hard yeah. to um, be, you know, to be you know, doing all this stuff. Mm. Cause I, I was putting like nine, 10 hours in a day without really wow. taking, without like really taking like a, any days out. Um, That's and then, amazing, I can yeah, do that. But I don't know, I, I guess I kind of left it. I couldn't really tell you why. Um, but, uh, but then this summer, last mm. summer, um, well, sorry. Let, let me backtrack a bit. Um, it was I, I. I was. I became like. Sorry. Let me get my words. That's together. all right. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Um, I get it as well. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I started like re- researching it a bit. Yeah. Um, and like you know, I, I noticed, I noticed that I could, you know, a few of the symptoms. Uh, I noticed I had like a few of the symptoms they were mm. mentioning. Um, and but again, I wasn't like that engaged with it. Yeah. Um, and then. Like the end of the end of year one came, I was just completely exhausted of all the work I'd done. Yeah. And like then then and I had, but now I'd at least I had summer to like mm. um put time into doing like more mm. research. And the more like I just researched into it, I was uh I was just like, Yeah, this is I basically like have like most of the symptoms yeah. um like yeah, um that everyone talked about. Mm. Um so then I so started looking up like clinics and stuff like that. I, I went private yeah. because um, the NHS like waiting list is like two years. Yeah, it's when crazy. I called it's up. really yeah. crazy. Um, and you know it's a shame because like not everyone's gonna have the money no, to to pay I for. Know, that's a, a, a that made private. me really sad when I yeah. had to do the same. Mm, and it's expensive as well. So like, expensive. Yeah, like the, you know the, essentially the way it works is that the the more you pay, mm. the sooner it gets done. Like uh, uh, so yeah, waiting list for NHS is two years. I got mine within like two. And weeks. obviously like by the time it's two years time's over you're gonna finish yeah, uni my, yeah my degree would have been over anyway and i would exactly. still be like really struggling now so that's the that's the reason why you had to go private because you needed more immediate yes. kind of response yeah um so yeah I, I i went private had my uh diagnosis 
and then uh, what I did the test entail when you did yours? It was I think it's a like a fairly standardized test, no matter mm. which clinic you go to. I mm. think it was like mediated by Nice or something like that. Okay, yeah. Um, and they they just ask you like a series of questions uh, like um, about like things uh, very very similar to kind of like the symptoms yeah. you, you're talking about there yeah. and basically like did you have these when you were younger do you have them when you're older because ADHD is a neurodevelopmental neurodeve- disorder so you have to have symptoms like before the age of twelve, 12 I believe. yeah, yeah. Um, as well as like having them now yeah um, so and then they kind of worsen over time. They, uh, do you find that? They do. I mean, I, I believe it's something like a quarter of children with ADHD do uh, grow out of it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. But essentially, I think if you have ADHD, like past the age of like 18 or 19, you're yeah. essentially going to have it for life. Yeah, um, 100%. And I don't think it's necessarily worse. I think the symptoms, as I mentioned before, like the symptoms come. It depends just, on like, situations. Change. Like a uni, it's probably, I don't know, it depends on person to person. I can't just say that. But yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, diagnosis. So um, so yeah, I, I got my diagnosis finally in like November, I yeah. believe, if not like late October. Yeah. Um, and then I had to go through the, all these. I started to do like a bunch of like blood tests and stuff like that, which I mean they made me do. And I did that through the Was NHS. Was that for medication? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I went did that on the NHS, and of mm. course I took ages because it's yeah. the NHS. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and finally, and that took like a month. Uh, but once I finally did that, um, I went on titration, and uh, what is that like? Literally like chemistry? No, no, it's not. <laughs> n- not not quite. Um, what did the titration entail? Titration, yeah. So it's it, so because like ADHD meds do tend to be like pretty intense. Yeah. Um, and there's there do tend to be quite a lot of side effects. So mm. you you start they give you a med a medication. Mm. You start on a low dose. You have an appointment, and you like decide whether to up the dose or to change it. Yeah. Um, How and, long does that kind of process take, like the period of time? Because um, obviously I'm not medication, but I'd love to be on it. Yeah, for me, I was quite lucky because I just stuck with the first medication they gave me. Okay. Um, and I believe that was two months uh, okay, so of the trial titrations. Two months. Yes. And how often would you take it, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, the stuff I have now, I take, it's, it's atomoxetine. Okay. Um, I take two pills, one 18 uh, milligrams, one 48 milligrams, I believe. Okay. Um, so 56 in the morning. And then I take another 18 um, in the evening. Yeah. And that, that tends to be um, yeah. enough for me. Um, but yeah, but like at the start, I, used, I just start off at 10. Mm. Um, and, and then you just like start to, because there, there are certain things um, I need to do. Um, like mm. in order to take the meds, I, I, you have to eat before because they, they can make you feel quite sick. Okay. Um, if, um, it, um, on an empty stomach yes yeah. yeah and they tend to um, also build up a lot of gas in your stomach which yeah. hurts so uh, you know when yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah we have a lot of trapped trap gas which uh, doesn't come out yeah so you bloated yeah, stomach. Like yes yeah, yeah. Um, also just completely kills your appetite oh really as well yeah the ones I have that's, that's similar with love love ADHD so I, mean, I think I've, I've lost a bit of weight at least <laughs> um, so yeah so, so that's good um, oh. but yeah, so th- those are the, the the meds I'm on. But um, again, I was lucky. But if you have like if if some meds like don't work for you, yeah, then you basically like have to spend like another like. Well, for me, it's like two hundred and fifteen pounds an appointment. Um, one so, appointment itself. Yeah, just one. I I think I had like four of them just to oh, be on wow. this. So and that's all private, all of that. Yes, yeah. yeah. But it, you know, if I wanted to change now, like yeah. that'd be like another like, you know good thousand pounds just wow. to like because uh, I need to go to the whole titration thing. Again. Oh, that's so depressing because it's like it's something that we can't help. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's we've literally been born with this disorder, yeah, a learning disorder, whatever. So yeah, it just sucks that we have to kind of pay for it. So much money as well. It is. 
Um, but yeah, so obviously there's like a big stigma around medication. What would you say to people who kind of like, they either don't want to be on medication because of the stigma or if they're worried about going on medication for ADHD, what would you say to them? Um, I mean, the ADHD meds um, are like extremely effective if they're diagnosed in the right way. Yep. Which often the case, which, which isn't often the case, especially in America. Yeah. America has a big problem uh, prescribing things like, especially like like Adderall. Yeah. Um, like because you know it's it's all it's all messed up over there. But you know, a, a child goes to a doctor and says they have like some it's like problems concentrating mm. and doctor will just you know throw like a year supply of um adderall at them mm. which really like is it's not it's not um which is not should be done because like then it can be very easily abused yep. um but no like adhd is like very necessary for people with with adhd like mm. a, a lot of the time and um like if if you have adhd then it is like quite hard to abuse it. If you start like abusing your ADHD meds, um, then chances are like, is you, you like probably don't have it. Yep. Um, cause yeah, cause like, a lot of the adverse effects, mm. um, like what of, of these meds won't present themselves with people who actually have ADHD. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So I think we briefly touched on edu education. So school. Yes. Yeah. So, how did ADHD affect you in school? Because I think, mm. yeah, we kind of had similar so, experiences. Yeah, like, like, um, like, yeah, as I said earlier, like, I was, like, I was considered, like, you know, pretty stupid a lot of the time because I was, um, you know, I, I rarely listened to any of the, um, the instructions uh, given to us. Even um, if you wanted to. Yes, yeah, yeah. even even, even, yeah. even if I wanted Get to. That. So a lot of the group projects, yeah. like, I was just, like, you know, com completely useless. Um, I, you know, I was always like squirming around um on on seats and stuff like that mm. um and you know my i i, I was dyslex dyslexic as well so like oh, really? oh yeah my 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 writing skills were very poor mm. um when i was younger but i mean thankfully i got diagnosed with dyslexia like yeah. quite early on that's good um but yeah no it, it did uh, like very very much affect my um uh, affect my education mm. um especially yeah, especially with, with the A levels, like, I essentially like taught my oh entire. My, 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 I mean, at least then I can't realize that the best way for me to learn is yeah. just like for me to kind of do it myself yeah. and just like read off like a single like you know, like watch a single video mm. or like you know read read some notes. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I was gonna say, did you do maths A level? I didn't. I did biology, chemistry, biology, okay. and geography. Because there was this one maths. Uh, tutor online which i'll give him a shout out because he literally saved my levels yeah. it's exam solutions and he used to go through the entire content he went through everything on the spec uh, at gcse and a level actually um and he went through all the past papers and everything and sitting and learning from him and watching those videos in my own time pausing playing he literally saved my levels and no disrespect to my teachers at school because they were great but me personally i could not learn at school at all no, in yeah, at all like it was impossible no mm. matter how much which is why i think i was either like an economics a level i was either zoned out or in maths i was very hyperactive and chatty and talking mm. like yeah did, did, did you not have a uh, textbooks for your i did for your, i did yeah. for maths um for economics it was just more uh, slides that the teacher had given us so i'd kind of go through that in my own yeah. time because yeah textbooks like saved my life yeah, yeah i basically just past learned, papers uh, also saved my life yes yeah those that are, was mm. a huge thing i mean i never I never even got that far. Did you do a gap year? I did, yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. Like for me, my, my A levels were just like cut short. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, yes. How was that? Yeah, it was. 
It was fine, I guess. Like, yeah. um, I, my, my, my grades, I mean, well, first the grades they gave us. I don't mm. know if you knew, knew about the whole controversy. No, I did, the yeah. Yeah, like, they Was they, it the one that where everyone got, like, higher than Lower, average? it was oh, much lower, lower first. Like, um, yeah, so I, the first set of grades they gave me was, like, BBC. And the C okay. was in biology. And I wanted to do biology. Yeah, you know, I'm doing biology at uni yeah. right now. And I was getting, like, like fairly solid at a, like, A's throughout my whole A, a level. I have so no unfair. idea how it was done. So unfair. Um, but there was such a backlash that, like, yeah. um, the, the government just end up ended up giving everyone their their predicted. Okay. So I came out with like A B B in the end, Very good which was on. yeah, it is yeah, it's, it's not bad. I think I maybe could have got an A in chemistry if I grinded because again, yeah, with the <laughs> I mean with, with the whole like pressure thing I was talking about, mm. like with my GCSEs. Oh my gosh. Um, like I was I was like really not doing like a, a huge amount during my GCSEs. Neither. And my yeah, my my predicted grades were like fours and fives. Mm. Um, See, well, I was, if, I was if one that. of the last years with all uh, letters. So, what, what you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So mine was in 2016. And the thing is, I don't know if you've related to this. Obviously, A-level is like three or four subjects max. And again, I'm not saying it's that easy because it's a lot of work for each of them. But with GCSE, it somehow, for me, felt a little bit more pressure in the sense that I had 12 subjects. Yes. So even though it wasn't that, obviously it wasn't as content heavy as A-level. So many exams. I think I had about 27 exams. Yeah. Which is crazy. It was 27 for me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe how I did it. I don't know how we did that. Yeah. Five lessons a day as well. I can't. Literally. And we'd wake up at like six. Yeah. Oh my, my god. Like, if I tried to wake up before nine, like, no. Uh, no matter the context, I'm just in a foul mood. Literally yeah. same. Like, well, I need my sleep. Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Um, what was what we were talking about? Let's <laughs> <laughs> say Tiffany. Yeah. Exhibit A. Yeah. Uh, we're talk, talking about uh, like my my predicted like GCSE. So like I was saying like so do, do, when the GCSEs were actually approaching, yeah. the whole pressure oh my thing gosh, kicked the in. Press- yes. Yeah. Oh and god, I actually is, started yes. to do work for once, and yes. like I came out of like you know sevens mostly. So, well like, done. Yeah. That's amazing. I think I give up to my parents as well for like I just didn't like. How I didn't do any work throughout school, yeah. and like from especially from like year seven to year eleven, I thought I was dumb, but I wasn't. I just wasn't trying because it wasn't. I yes. wasn't able to. Yeah. So I remember in GCSE time, it was. I think it was over a period of a month. In those last like three weeks, I just went at it, like at it, and my yeah. parents would be there to kind of test me and everything. I just studied so hard, and again, the reason I ended up getting A's and whatever is literally because of like the pressure last minute. Mm. Otherwise, I was literally predicted like B's, C's, D's, and everything. Yeah, like ever. All the teachers were shocked, but little did they know. The only reason I did like all right is because I had that pressure, and I actually tried for yeah, the just first put, put it time. Out of the bag last minute. For the very first yeah. time I tried in school, mm. and that's why. Yes, they were kind of like really shocked and proud, but at the same time, I was just a bit like, do you know what? I know this is going to sound really, <laughs> really bad, but I was going to say I could have got like you know an A star in that subject. Yeah. But it's just because I didn't. Again, that's the whole. Because because you, you know you have cool. this potential, yeah. but yeah. it's just so hard to like show everyone 100%, else. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, when it comes to like big projects in general, yeah, like it actually, if I actually start like a project like way before it's actually due, yeah, usually it actually just takes me like longer to get it done because again, I don't I don't have that pressure, so 100%. I just like dwindle on it, so I could 100%. spend a day just like writing a few like you know a few hundred words yeah when like if if it was like just during a few days yeah, just, you could like, have done it with a long go pretty yeah. much oh my gosh mm. okay so if we move on to relationships so family members friends partners how mm. does that or even just acquaintances in general life how does ADHD affect your life well I do think yeah ADHD has uh, affected my you know social life quite a bit mm-hmm. um, I, I was a weird kid 
I really I brand myself as really odd and strange now as yes. well. Oh my god. Yeah. Like like there was a time where like I thought I was like a, a, like a bit autistic to be honest because mm. um, like honestly I, I like wasn't very popular in school for like you know for a very long time now I, I, I'd go as far to say like I didn't really make like any proper friends mm. until like year 11 yeah but, uh, and that, that was a long time just like I don't know socialising with, with, with like kids just you know it just never came, came uh, naturally to me mm-hmm. and I suppose like when I got my ADHD diagnosis it did explain a lot mm. um, and I think, um, you know, one of the elements that certainly caused that is uh, emotional dysregulation, which is a very common symptom to have um, with, with ADHD. Yeah. And essentially what that is, is that you, um, you, you react to like certain situations in a mm. very appropriate way. Mm. Uh, but like the intensity of your reaction is like you know like tenfold to what 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 uh, a, a normal person to what a neurotypical sorry yeah. uh, a, a person would. Um, so um, that would so uh, that would mean uh, I would uh, be overreacting a lot to just like you know very very like kind of I don't know I'll, I'll just like day to day kind of things. Yes, yeah. It, it meant I was just like very dramatic, and you, mm. you, you know how kids are like. Um, if if it seems like trivial, but you know, if, if someone was to like draw on a piece of paper, I was, yeah. like, I was drawing on, or just like you know, take something away from me, yeah. which I was using, um, I would just become just like very disproportionately like angry yeah. and emotional about it, yeah. which obviously you know, like you know, drives um, you know, it drives a lot of people away. That that was certainly the case mm. in in primary school at least. Mm. Um, but you know, uh, as you get older, you do naturally just like tend to get more control yeah, um, of, of your emotions. Sure. So um, I mean, it still meant they were there, but I guess I just like was better re- repressing them, I suppose. Aww. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah, honestly, like, but the whole secondary school, like you know, experience mm. really, re- really wasn't uh, the best. You know, um, yeah, I really hate secondary school. Yeah, it's, it's all, I went to an all boys school as well. I went all girls school. Yes, yeah, no, they're they're, they're, they're they're just like really bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. You just That's have like a, a whole another podcast, isn't it? Yeah, honestly, I could I could rant for days honestly, about how bad same. it's such an old fashioned like concept, like single sex schools. Mm. I don't even know like why. Like, there's I I rarely really hear of like any uh, I rarely ha- hear of any like decent justifications for it. The only uh, justification I kind of hear is that um, parents sometimes they want their daughter or son to kind of concentrate in school and not focus on like girls was, boys. Yeah, I've like, heard this from some friends that, that's just is, is that the is that the like the, the extent of it, you know just I like mean? girls are distracting yeah like if anything like there's like it makes like a lot of boys like pretty like socially inept when, when it comes about, to girls yeah, yeah. I, same in my school as well I think sometimes when a boy would come into the school it would just kind of be like an aliens coming yes. in just, oh my god it's a boy it's yeah. a boy so you never see it and if you don't go to like outside clubs or anything like that mm. But, um, um, I mean, at least for me in in sick form, mm-hmm. our sick form was mixed at least. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, at least, at least you know, I got some exposure to to, to girls, to women. Be, be, yeah, yeah. Before <laughs> before coming to uni, um, but um, yeah, it's and another aspect um, that's kind of very much hindered. Um, mm. You know, ability to get into relationship is um, rejection. Oh reject. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? <laughs> no, fall off your chair. Yeah, go again. Go again. <laughs> um, Ability yeah, to get into relationship. Yeah, no, the thing that like um, you know impacts your um, ability to get mm. into relationship is rejection sensitivity, um, which is um, kind of just you know very much this intense fear of rejection. Yeah. And it's, such, it's such a like a weird thing because um, 
it, it, it means it means like uh, it's caused by two things mm. essentially like uh, first of all it's like a history of being rejected which is like largely what I experienced during secondary school you know no one really wanted to like hang out with me most like times I would try to connect to people you know never really turned out mm. and the second one is being it come links into the emotional dysregulation so yeah. like the the sense of rejection that I would feel even if it like was very minor yeah. would feel like very intense to yeah. me yeah yeah it's um, kind of like each emotion that we feel in everyday life is really heightened. Yes. Like if I'm yeah. happy, I'm extremely happy. If I'm sad, I'm really, really, really sad. Yes, yeah. And I just, I don't know about you, but I just feel like this kind of plays into relationships. But like, if you're, fi- this is something I really, really struggle with. If I'm feeling an emotion, I feel that 100% to the point where I can't get anything else that's important done. So for example, mm. if I've got like, um, this is like an example. I was doing like an audition for something. Like I had to record like a little demo um, and I had a horrible day in the morning and I had a, like an argument with a partner or whatever. I, yeah, just I had a horrible day in the morning and I was just feeling really low and really down and everything. And when it came to recording my demo, I, I no matter how much I told myself, listen, Karim, it's five minutes. You just put that aside for now and yeah. give it your all right now. I, it's, I can't do it. Mm. It's, it's really, I think that's something like I'm trying to work on right now with a counsellor, just being able to kind of shift your focus and don't let your emotions get in the way yes. and it's just it's really really hard so I think sometimes that can kind of get I think one of my friends we went on a study date once and I felt a bit upset about something that had happened the day before or something like that for example it's not just sad it's other emo- it's every emotion mm, yeah and she just kind of said Grima listen you've got an exam in the next two weeks you need to focus on that right now and don't stop like making this so it's kind of hard with yeah. sometimes and again that would kind of get me really upset and I'd get really sick. I was like, why aren't you being like understanding? I know, yes, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so like you get overly sensitive by mm. things that probably you shouldn't be. And, and uh, yeah, and, uh, another thing is that you you might even be aware that the reaction you're having is like irrational yeah. and disproportionate. Yeah. Like, you know, when, um, you know, when it, so something that m- might happen, um, I don't know, it, I might like you know drop drop my toast in the morning. Yeah. And I might get like mad or sad about it, and I'm like I'm aware that's like a very just, irrational a way people, to yeah. yeah to react to it. But it still doesn't change like how how you feel about mm, it. It can get really frustrating. Yeah, I, fi- I find it so frustrating. Like it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it does a. Um, on the flip side, can you like if you get like excited about something? Oh as well, yeah, does that also Im- impair your, oh, your ability gosh. to work? Yeah, I just get like crazy excited. Like I'm yeah. just so I mean, hyperactive as it is, and I just get so happy. So like I'm very loud as well. I think you mentioned you're ex- introverted. Mm. I'm quite en- extroverted. So in social situations, when it comes to relationships and things like that, I'm very loud. I'm very chatty. I'm very. I think that's why my energy just kind of like increases or goes through the roof. Yeah. So when I am happy, especially in social situations, it's like, it's insane. And then when it comes to nighttime and you go to bed and you and you're thinking about what happened through the day, I always just go, why did I act like that? Why was I being so loud? But the thing is, I can't help it. I'll do it again. I can't help it. It's yeah. just like, it's yeah. It's it, just a whirlwind of emotion. It is, and it, it's exhausting. It's it so is. exhausting. Just constantly, like you know, you know, being very happy about something, then saying mine, and then you get mm. very sad about something. It's just this constant kind of oscillation 100%. of emotions. Like it's, it, it wears you down. Hundred percent. Like there's many periods, like you know, my, you know, during my university time, mm. where just like just completely emotionally exhausted about everything, and yes, it's it's a hor- horrible thing to feel. Um. With relationships, like, what do your parents or your friends and things, like, people close to you think of? 
Um, well, think of me. Yeah, think of you. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's um, there. I don't know, it's, it's hard, hard to say really. Don't, don't make like, any assumptions. No, 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 of course <laughs> not. But like, do you, do you find that is really important if you've got ADHD to have people around you who are like kind of understanding yes, as well? Yes, yeah. Especially when it comes to the sensitivity. Mm, yeah. Well. Um, I mean, when, when it comes to the um, like, yeah, emotional, yeah, dysregulation, mm. and like, um, like, like over time I've kind of just learned by myself even before um, like I thought I had ADHD. Yeah. Just to like kind of like mask it. And um, you know, so I'm I'm like very good. Even if I'm feeling these very intense emotions, I'm very good at, at, at masking them, and you know, try my best to not make them show. I mean, it, so do you find that you're not easy to read? Uh, yeah. Well, you try so. to be. Lot, trying to be not. Yeah. Easy um, I mean, masking like it's it is necessary sometimes. Yeah. Because again, like it's it's, it's very hard to uh, like avoid these emotions mm. if you have ADHD and you mm. can't have a mental breakdown every time in public every time something bad happens. Um, but it's you know it's I I do feel like with with um a lot of my friends you know I I love them and all, um but it's and I uh, you know is is my fault but you know a, a, a lot of the time. Um, it's is it's quite hard to for, like for for me to just like mm. open up, um, in in general. But no, is I'm, it? Because I find I find the opposite because I'm just like because I'm so impulsive and I just talk. I tend to overshare a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, we're I'm, kind of opposites never, on that then. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 not like that at all. Cause, not at all. Yeah. With, with, with the maybe that's the introverted and extroverted side of yes, us. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? Yeah. So, did you say you're more hyperactive? Would yeah. You say? Yeah. And I definitely guess, inattentive and hyperactive, both of them. Like. Yeah. I suppose that that linked in, into yeah, yeah, like way, course, way yeah. more extroverted. I mean, yeah. For me, like, um, I. I we often get confused with like being good to socialize with people and like being being extroverted. They're they're two different things. Mm. I can socialize with people like yeah. fairly well, yeah. but like I, I I don't really like really going out to clubs and stuff mm. like that. Like all, all that much, you know. I much prefer just like staying at home Do and like, you? like maybe just yeah, dr drinking just uh, you like know with my one. mates. Yeah. And um, of course, like last year, mm. uh, where like you know everything oh, yeah, of was course, close you most of the year. That, yeah. yeah, like uh, you know, most of our kind of like outings would just be like sitting sitting in the flat and drinking mm. and listening to music. But you know, I I, I actually quite enjoy yeah. it. I really I I much prefer nights like those to like going out clubbing and stuff. Really, like that. I'm, I'm not I'm not a huge but to fan be of fair, clubs. I, I'm pretty much the same because I think in first year I was I loved clubbing because it was mainly the clubs I went to and the music and everything like that. Mm. Um, but if, when it came to second year, I, I was a bit like you. I'd rather have stayed in and played drinking games and just chilled at yeah. home. I just think, I don't know, with me, I think that's more about the company. If I'm with a bunch of people who have exactly the same music taste and I'm feeling, it, it depends on the day. I'm very much like, it depends. Yeah. But I think I've definitely over the years, I've become more bar than clubbing. Yeah, yeah, I, I like bars. Like a chill, because yeah. you can chat. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Do, do you have a favourite a favorite bar in Manchester? Manchester, be a favourite bar. Oh my God, I was going to sound really, I was going to say just spoons because it's cheap. <laughs> That's a typical student like, response. Yeah. I can't think of anything on the spot. What is a good one? I mean, Bunny Jackson's is quite cool. I don't think I've been to. Oh, oh but I have. I've been to Bunny Jackson's. Have They're you? In, like nearish Northern Quarter, right? It's like near. If you Home just cinema. come up, like between Hume and City Centre, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think I went there the other day, like you know, one pound fifty wings and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna go there tonight. Actually, <laughs> oh nice. The only yeah. thing is that I prefer like R and B, hip hop kind of um, music. So yeah. that's obviously revs. Anything on Dean's Gate is mm. my vibe. Yeah, but no, I've, I've never really gone close. Um, what kind of music there. do you listen to again? I like uh, like nineties hip hop. Yes, they all go like you know Biggie Smalls always. and like MF Doom and all, all, all that. Yeah, of course, classics. With relationships as well, I think it's important that if you've got ADHD to, when it comes to like partners, 
it's important to be with someone who understands and kind of like you have to talk to them obviously communicate they can't just know if they don't know what mm. it's about you have to communicate and make sure that they kind of understand why you might maybe flip out at something or why you won't concentrate if you're watching a movie together or whatever it is and because I can get frustrating as well as for ourselves it can get frustrating for the partner but we have to I don't know I think you they you know I was quite lucky with my last one I think it was quite understanding about yes. um things so like with attention and stuff like that when it came to studying he'd always try and push me to do my best and he would do things like um say things like okay it, like he would kind of convince me that something is due in the next hour so i could work under pressure or yeah. sit with <laughs> like it, it's quite it's kind of nice so like things like that yeah um like about, yeah and with relationships with me like is it's important they need to they understand like i do have to be like like very isolated to do my mm. work and it, it can come off as like anti antisocial sometimes That's the thing, yeah. like you know even if like someone i like is like just like sitting next to me even if we're like not not really talking yeah um, that, that that can be like quite distracting. Like I really just need to like you know just be in the Ali G building like study area, just like yeah. you know do, doing nothing but yeah. w working. So yeah, it, it, it does mean like it, you know it's very important for me to like you know balance out you know when when I'm working and socialising because sure. those two like definitely because then we can kind of take initiative as well rather than like making our partner change. Whatever we can kind of take initiative. Like yeah. okay, so I want to study like have a study date with you, but anytime you kind of like tick your God, I just dropped that. <laughs> Something's fiddling with. Um, if you keep like tapping your pen or if you kind of like keep doing little noises or put music on or something it's really really bad for our concentration yes it so is, it's just yeah. kind of yeah understanding my mom bless her soul like she obviously i love her with everything i've got she loves me as well she finds me very draining <laughs> yeah <laughs> whenever we hang out um she I, it's it's because like i'm quite hyperactive and very loud, constantly cracking jokes, making her laugh. She actually has to nap after hanging out with me. It's so, I feel so, so bad. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't feel bad because I'm just like, you know, I understand. The thing is, I understand yeah. when people find me too loud or too irritating or whatever it is. I, I understand because mm. I can't help it. So I've learned but, yeah. not to get upset about it. Um, there was, do you know, it's actually quite sad because we're going to move on to personal now. Um, and like mental health and things like that. With my personal life, there was there have been times in my life where I try to alter my personality just because I don't like being too loud or I don't like. Oh being, yeah, that's that's don't like being like a, doing, doing things and yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't like acting in a certain way, which is kind of sad because I, you'll always end up just acting like yourself, which is why you should always be yourself in every situation. Yeah. But I did kind of have like a little thing with being really insecure in the sort of my personality. Now I've I love who I am and everything, but over the years growing up, like I didn't. No, it would get me down. It yeah, would. She would. Yes, uh, the, the, uh, you know. Again, in secondary school, there's like so many things about myself which like I, I I didn't understand. Yeah. Um, and like you know, I guess I tried to like shoehorn like a different personality mm. uh, upon myself, which like probably made things worse. Um, uh, you know, because you just look back and day. you cringe. You're like, why did I even act like that? Anyway? I know. Yes. Yeah. It's always best to be yourself. Always. Mm. I think. You know? Did you ever like um? have like any like stimming i think it's called oh my gosh i talked about this with my friend the other day yeah and she thinks that i suffer i, I never talked about it with a doctor but she was talking to me about like i do these <laughs> i do i just randomly like if there's an awkward silence like we said we don't like awkward silences or just silence in no, general, yeah. i just do like random dances or noises <laughs> just to like fill the void but i don't yeah. know if that's me just cracking jokes or if that's actually a thing no i i say i i, I get i make weird and noises i don't movements there's many movements for me yeah. it's just like <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that's just to fill the void. I don't know. I'm going to talk to a doctor about that, but yeah. I don't know if it's like a. 
Yeah, maybe uh, that, that does like I think like yeah, classify as as uh, stimming. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for me, like it's I think it comes from like being like again like overly excited, overly excited especially as a child yeah, as a child and 100%. like uh, not, not being nowhere to kind of really vent no. that, that that excitement. So like w when I was a child, like like up until like fairly late as well, I'll just like hit my body, just like you know like like that or, or my head. Yeah. And um, yeah, because just because I'll be like excited about excited about this like random thing, and, and you know, like, I just like need to physically exert it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, and uh, like, got like you know, sh and uh, over time, um, you know, I realised that that's weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 don't say that. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's fine for a child to do, but like you know, if I was to do it now, if you it would look, look at baby videos of me as well, I just couldn't sit still. Like my mum would try and like cook and leave me in like the living room with the door open and everything, try and watching TV, and I'd watch, and I'd just suddenly just get up and just run around and then go and sit back down, and I just couldn't concentrate. Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, with I was, I was again, I was like. I wasn't. I was never been. I've never been too much of a hyperactive child. No. I'm. I'm very good at like, um, you know, entertaining myself. Yeah. I'm very like low maintenance. My yeah. My mum doesn't need to nap <laughs> when she's <laughs> with me. In fact, she barely sees me. To be honest, you know, even, even when 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 I'm at home, mm. just you know, I'm I, you know, I can. I'm I'm just like very happy with myself. You know, obviously, mm. like you know, I've, I've see. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I think that's maybe just the introvert extrovert side. Yeah. Because I feel I get very. I always feel the need to be around people. I've learned to like my own company now and have self-care nights and stuff like that, which is really great. Yeah. But majority of the time, I like to be on the go, out and about with people. Mm. I think I get, I just love people so much. I, I get a lot of energy from them. Yeah. And that's when I, I feel like at my prime a little bit. I mean, I, I get quite exhausted with yeah, people too much. Yeah, it does get exhausted. Do you? Like when I, um, sometimes when I like, um, when I when you're almost like, trapped in a social situation mm. when you're like at a party or something yeah like so i assume like your social battery you know the term like social battery yeah it's i assume yours has you know quite a big capacity i suppose yes, I but no so. mine my mine is quite limited and like when my social battery like runs out it, 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 it it's yeah. hard but yeah. you know i just like you know really want to be alone and if you're stuck in the middle of a party mm. when your social battery runs out like it can be like pretty uh you know pretty tiring Honestly, I think a couple of my friends have the social battery thing and they're introverted. And I've got a little rule with my friends. So we have each of each different friend, we have like a little code word or maybe they'll send me like a little text emoji and I'll go outside and I'll, yeah. or just to let me know that their social batteries run out. And just so I know what's going on. And if we want, if we need to go home, we can go mm, home, things yeah. like that. And I've also told them as well with social battery, if, for example, we've made plans and suddenly last minute they want to cancel or they're not feeling it or their social battery is going down anything to do with mental health i'm just like do you know what? it's absolutely fine yeah it can be like annoying because you've got ready and you're excited but it's yes. fine like yeah, at the end of the day that's most important yeah and I, so i've got that huge understanding with my friends about social battery mm. always on the other hand I do. I do sometimes. I like, have to like push myself to go into like mm. social situations. A lot is that of times, because you feel like you need to, or because you want, or you yeah. Know I don't that, know. There's I almost like a pressure, like that. I'm a uni. Like I should be going out to clubs. Mm. I should be going out to bars. Mm. Um, but like, and, and you know, a lot of the time, I, I I do enjoy it. But like, it's just like it's just the act of like physically going to that social event, which like I, I might like might not want to go like beforehand. But like, I, but you know, I enjoy myself like once I'm actually there. Yeah, I just yeah, have to yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. push push myself. Yeah, it's um, the procrastination leading go. up to it as well. Yes, yeah. But yeah, mm. um, with mental health, we kind of touched on it a little bit. I think mainly, I mean, 
ADHD is known to link with like depression, anxiety, and bipolar disorder. Yeah, and uh, addiction. And, yeah, like, addiction, all, all yeah. of that stuff. So I think, um, have you been diagnosed with any of those things uh, alongside? Or has um, have you talked to a doctor about that? Yeah, I've. Um, no, so, no, no, not bipolar, it's just. Uh, I, Things I've been officially diagnosed with is just like dyslexia and ADHD. Yeah, um, just ADHD for But me. yeah, I think all the all all the other things kind of. I don't think you get like diagnosed with it. So I think if if you have ADHD, it's kind of almost like an umbrella kind of like diagnosis for like all the, all those other symptoms. Yeah, um, you can kind but, of have you can experience symptoms of bipolar or symptoms of depression or anxiety here and there. Yeah, depending on situations you're in. Like I, I think the main one for me is like education, like not feeling my p- potential, and because of that, I kind of feel a bit low sometimes mm. but it's just all about picking yourself back up and also um the longer you live with it and the long more experiences you have you actually learn how to like cope with it a little bit so i think later we'll talk about little tips and stuff we've yes, learned for anyone yeah. who thinks they've got it mm. um but yeah if we want to talk about advantages and disadvantages of having it because obviously there are disadvantages we've we kind of talked about but then afterwards i want to talk about advantages because yes. it is quite cool to have with something yeah so with AD, with disadvantage, you want to start off with some of yours that you've listed out. Uh, okay. Well, there's uh, there's uh, lots of uh, disadvantages. Uh, like I, I've mentioned, like we've mentioned most of these like, mm. throughout. So there's like the um, emotional dysregulation, which like you know r- very much just like make make you know makes your emotions like you know just fluctuate and Heighten you, you as can well. just yeah you can just like end Tensify. up just like flatlining. Um, the rejection sensitivity and you know th- that that's a a massive impact on on uh, you know on, on relationships because like you end up just like almost like psychoanalyzing mm. um just um you know everything like so- someone does because like uh, ultimately you're you're afraid that they'll reject you so you just like end up just like doing everything you can to stop that from from happening oh bless you um and um what what this um poor cognitive imp- uh, poor cognitive functioning mm. so um do we talk? I'm not sure if we talked about this before after we were recording. Recording, uh, yeah. but um, like you know, it's it's just this like this constant sense that like you want to do something mm. and uh, you need to do something, and you know you might even like really want to do it, but um, you, your cognitive function is just like like it's Physically just poor. Can't. Yeah, so so you're just stuck in this like paralysis where everything's like you know it's so overwhelming. It's it's horrible feeling, and people just see that as laziness. Yeah, and people in neurotypical that's just a see, huge and thing about people thinking ADHD is not a thing, and they just think no, you're just lazy. You're yeah, just lazy. No, yeah. It's not how it works. No. I, I want to do that. It's not like I don't want it. We really, we could have any, everything in us wanting to do that thing, knowing that we need to do, and especially things like grades. People think, oh, you just didn't try hard enough. You're lazy. You don't care about, we, it's, we really care about grades. We really want to do well. We want to fulfill our potential. Mm. But sometimes we just physically can't, well, all the time, we physically just can't. No. Yeah, Unless we've got a bit of pressure, yeah. which it really sucks. But I guess it's kind of like I mean, we'll talk about the advantages, but yeah, yeah. And then you just yeah, feel, feel crap about yourself because because mm. uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, for, for a long time I just thought I was lazy. Mm. We, we, you know, we, we, with all the stuff, I was like, this is thing I like really want to do, but like, so I just yeah, I just I just can't do it. Why why can't I motivate myself to do it? In school, and, it was for me. It was just like, why is everyone else being able to do it when I know I can do it as well? But why can't I like yeah. everyone else? So that's the worst thing, I think. Just school was just not great. There's time blindness. That's mm. a big one as well. Yeah. T- oh my gosh, yes. This is a huge one. Are you talking about like um, 
you kind of underestimate how long things constantly, can take. Yeah, constantly yes. underestimate. So like oh for me, gosh. I'm either like just like really late or like, I have to either be like really late or leave like really early yes. in order. Because like, because yeah, you're, you're just completely like, you always constantly undershoot yeah. how, how long like just 100%. Th- things take. Literally like even with like thing, getting ready in the morning, I'm just like, oh, I can get ready in five minutes. Karima, you can't get ready in five yeah. minutes. Like, like you yeah. just can't. You have to go, you have to get up, you have to eat, eat your breakfast, all of that stuff. That is like a huge mm. thing for me. My friends have noticed it as well um they're like Grima, will you be able to get this done by this time i'm like yeah, of course i've got like 20 minutes i can do that yeah. but no it's gonna take like two hours mm-hmm. and my and the thing is i will always repeat that i've been doing that my entire life like i will constantly even if i've learned that i can't get ready to set up i'm like i can this time i can it's yeah. gonna take five you're no, just that is yourself. a huge one. Yeah. i can't believe we didn't talk about that. that's a huge one mm. that's something i really struggle with every day and i 100 percent understand the thing that you said about you're either going to be late or extremely early. Yeah. Always. Like, I'm always in a rush. And, and a disadvantage for that as well, it kind of leads to, like, like money. Because if you're constantly in a rush, I, I kind of explained this before we started the podcast, but um, sometimes in the morning, if I'm rushing, I won't have time to eat my breakfast. So because of that, I'm buying something from the shop. Yes, because yeah. of that, I'm, I can easily walk to uni. I live um, a distance where I can walk to uni. But because of... I don't have the 20 minutes to walk. I have to take an Uber. So again, it's like money as yes, well. Yes, yeah. So it's, I think it's very important. We'll talk about it in the tips, but it's very important to like have a routine. So we'll yes, talk about that yeah. later, but yeah. Mm. And do you have any other disadvantages? Those are the main ones. Okay, this uh, is I like... C- I, I can think of, yeah. Okay, this is one. I, I think I briefly mentioned this before we started. But music is a huge thing. Everyone loves music. Yeah. Or, when an artist says that they've got a new album coming out, I just, I'm just, I can't, I won't sit there and listen to the whole thing because I just find it so tedious. And all I'm doing is sitting listening. Yeah, so there's not enough stimulation, is it? No. The only, and the only time I can properly listen to like an album or whatever is on a walk, like mm. a new album, some songs that I don't know. So I'm constantly, I think you mentioned it as well, listening to like the same songs on repeat all yeah. the time. And if my friend like recommends me a song, then I'll listen to that. But I just find listening to like 12 songs in a row, again, because in our head, we see it as like a huge amount of work. We're just going to procrastinate on that. Whereas if it's just like one song, I can listen to that. It's fine. Do, do you like, uh, how, how do you discover new music? Did, did you actively like look for new music as well? Or like... I think it's mainly just from recommendations of friends. Yeah. And if I've heard it in like a Film. TikTok, not obviously not the old ones because we grew up with that music anyway. Uh, yeah, like yeah. You know, new songs from there or like from movies like you said mm. it's mainly from where I've heard it from so actively listening to it I find that very tedious and a big task like oh let's try and click on this new song it's mainly from what I've heard well I, I used to do that when I was younger but yeah it's just it's a big one uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible person to talk to music about like I, I can never like I can never connect like bands or like people to like songs they they all like every time someone like comes up to me and says oh have you heard such and shirts so I'm yeah. just like I, I have no idea who that is like <laughs> I, I, I most likely recognise some of the songs mm. but I can never like I can never you know connect the song to the actual artist and uh, yeah a lot of my friends like really into music especially Beatles and they just oh, have I like I love the Beatles yeah but like, they're like five hour conversations about like Ringo's like second mothers like cats like <laughs> litter and stuff like that. and uh, like i don't know how they have the time to like you know like look into all this stuff um, this is the thing though because like when you're really into something then you can research it for out again that's advantage i keep going on yeah <laughs> okay another disadvantage is oh yeah this was one i was i kind of i'm not gonna lie growing up um I never watched majority of the classic movies. So I've, I've, I've obviously, obviously the main ones like Shrek and Nemo I'd seen because it's yeah. in my head it's very stimulating. Uh-huh. But with things like Harry Potter, I know it's 
a disgusting fact about me, but I only watched Harry Potter last year, and that's, that's because gross, yeah. I was forced to, and I watched it. Did you not watch people. them in cinema when they came no. out? That was no, massive. I know it was a huge. Yeah. I, I missed out on so much. Like, I was talking to my friends like Grima, you never got the actual hype of Harry Potter. Yeah. Like, you, you missed the yeah, whole. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Buying the new books coming out, and then also like the new movies coming in the cinema. I, I had yeah. none of that. I just watched it all like within a week because I was forced to. So when I'm watching new movies, it's mainly because I have to like watch it with someone. Yes. Yeah. And. Oh, which is why for me TV shows if they're 20 minutes or shorter that is my vibe if it's more than 20 minutes I have to watch it with someone and I can't picture. but do you find this thing with films that like or when you're on Netflix if you've got like a two hour I mean I don't know about you because you love your films you're really into yeah. films but if you see a two hour movie um, I'm just like oh no it's, it's like a whole two hours I'll just watch this series but you've actually binged to watch like two three series in a row because yes. they're very yeah. small bits of tasks so in your head you just see it as like small little things rather than like one big thing which probably would actually mm. take more time in total than the bigger thing which yeah perfectly kind of encapsulates like you know how, how our brains work we, you know, we, we need to do things in, in, in small chunks 100% do, 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 like, you're into things like anime then that's very no, suitable I like for, no? more like um, kind of lighthearted, like friends, easy to friends, understand sitcoms, kind of shows, sitcoms yes, mainly. Yeah. But um, yeah, which is why I think with drama and stuff, my attention just goes. I'm con- I'm that person who's like, what just happened then? Who's that again? Who's that? That's yes, me. yeah. Probably as a film student, you yeah. find that really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I mean, actually, no. For me, yeah, again, I like I love films. As but no, there's loads of times where I don't don't remember the, mm. the character's name. But um, no, I can hyper focus on like a TV show, especially like yeah, TV. I, I watch so many TV shows. What's your favorite? Like, oh my, oh. I mean, I know it's a basic one, but in terms of like the most amount of fun I've had, just like watching a TV mm. show, it's probably Game of Thrones. I know everyone says that. Um, yeah, apparently it's really good. I yeah, still yeah. watched it. Have you not? Only it's just because you know everyone's always like the last season's really bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, it is a tragedy what what happened at the end there. Season really? seven and eight, they just completely botched it. That's why I'm a bit like, it. what's the point of starting? Uh, but then it, someone told me they were like, if you go on holiday. And it's been like the best holiday of like, so your dream destination. But the last day was horrible. Like, I don't know, something bad happened or you had an yeah. argument with your family or something like that. Are you going to forget mm. the whole movie, like the whole trip? I think that's just a psychological aspect. I, I heard there's a, there's a theory that like your um, judgment, looking back on an experience yeah. is very much like determined on like the, the like end of that experience. Or like or what happened at the end mm. and stuff. Come like you, you don't really judge like the whole the, the the you know the thing as a whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's the same with how I met your mother. Have you watched? Home? Yes. Yeah. The end. Yeah, everyone hated it. Everyone. I, I do hated it. the end. You like the ending? I don't necessarily like it. I didn't get how people like everyone hated it. Though. Are you serious? <laughs> Sin. <laughs> so on a nicer note, like yes. advantages. Advantages. Because uh, I, I think some things are actually quite sick. Yes. Yeah. So there's there's uh, yeah the the um the element of being of hyperactivity yeah um you know hi- hyper focusing um so you know if you know it, it means that you, you know you're very much you're not into like things i don't like but on the flip side you're mm. like oh, when you like something like you're really into it and you'll like dedicate like a lot of time uh, like, yeah, a, a oh lot of time gosh. into it so it means you can like actually like achieve like you know your, your goals like mm. very well you know for example like um Last year, I got a piano. I just decided I wanted to like learn piano. Yeah, and like I just like hyper focused on it for like for no like a good few months. Because no one told you what to do as well. You wanted yes, to do yeah. that. Yeah, I just completely like taught myself. That's um, great. And yeah, I mean, and um, 
uh, granted, I, 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 you know, I, I don't play as much as I used to. Mm. Um, but still, I got, I was like playing like you know, grade six pieces within like two or three months. That is amazing. Um, yeah. Oh my god. So uh, like, and and you know, it's, it's it's great. So like, you know, you can actually like achieve like a yeah, lot of stuff sure. when, when when you set your mind to 100%. it. Hundred yeah. percent. Even not just. Um, I think in summer, um, I was isolating because of COVID or whatever. And to keep myself busy, I suddenly really got into like redecorating my room and interior design. So I remember I would sit at the computer, like um, researching and looking at different videos and everything for like literally 16 hours a day just because I was really into it. Yeah. And then I would like order all these things from like um, online and stuff like that. And I'd redecorate my room and I'd go at it. Like as soon as the package would come, I'd just get on with it yes. and just redecorate my whole room. And in the end, it turned out to be really hideous. <laughs> But it kept me like you know I was really focused. Did you go for that like chaotic vibe, yeah, just trying to really, like stick, yeah, stick whatever up and Literally. just see if it works. But it was like kind of nice because it kept me busy and it just showed that like when I'm really into something, I can concentrate for ages. Yes. So when it comes to my degree, I I love maths, but when with my degree, I do procrastinate a lot and it's just a bit. It's not yeah. very you know stimulating for me unless there's under pressure. But when it's something like presenting or media or doing something with Fuse FMPC, I'm like on it. I can yes, like yeah. I just absolutely love it and i think i know a lot with the stem uh, subjects as well they they don't necessarily make the the content no, like r- exciting. R- really, really exciting do they <laughs> no i mean w- with physics i see some of my mates who do physics and mm. some of the videos they get like, a lot of the professors like put, put a lot of effort into like you know doing like cool green screen yeah green screen, yeah tricks as well and like you know that you know yeah you're good for them but like you know a lot of time for what for i'm doing is just like so it's so i'm just sitting from the screen just like going through a powerpoint like yeah uh, they, 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 they exactly. could put so, exactly. could make it a bit more engaging i know i you know, know. <laughs> oh well um yeah i was gonna say you know with when you mentioned hyperactivity as well it's so random i put down fitness fitness because you yeah. know how you sometimes if you're constantly feel like you're you know driven by a motor you constantly feel compelled to do things mm. and that kind of like keeps you active quite a lot of the time so like without knowing it's quite good for your heart a little bit Yes. Yeah. It's no. Really I do. Random, yeah. But I thought um, about that on the walk here. It can it can be a, a drag to get myself to the gym sometimes, but no, one, oh, yeah, one, once I'm on it, like if Same. I yeah if if I have a good tune on uh, on the treadmill, mm. I just like yeah that uh, like, yeah. But like not even exercising, just like oh, I need to get out of the house and I need to go here and to do yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Just when walking. You feel like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I love just yeah. I just really like just like walking mm. with, with with music in and just yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite that's it's the quite best time to listen to music. Yeah. Because yeah. like you have to walk so it's something to do alongside yes yeah yeah Yeah, so we're really good under pressure is like another main advantage because i just think instead of kind of like freaking out and panicking and whatever we just like no do you know what just get on with it and Mm. we just don't think of anything else we just get on with it and that plays into the hyper focusing as well we can hyper focus under pressure which i think is really cool Mm. um so to kind of finish off, did has your doctor or your experience from yourself or anything have they given you kind of like tips? Tips on how to kind of cope with it. Yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah, you you, you uh, talked about this earlier, but uh, routine. routine routine is is, is essential thing. for someone with ADHD. Yeah. Um, like you need, like planners and calendars. Like you, you you do just need to if we're someone with ADHD, you really need to uh, like get a little notebook. Oh, I think I. Uh, my, my one with me right now. Oh, do you? You've got yeah. your own... Got, well, yeah, just this, like, you know, little diary. Oh, that's it, you lovely. Know, sounds, you know, something, something simple, but, like, yeah, just with all a bunch Keeps of important on, yeah. dates and everything. You mm. ever... 
here of a, a bullet journal yes yeah the bullet journal because i have one of those as do well you? although a very typical thing for someone with adhd to do is that they make all these calendars and journals and just like never use them <laughs> like uh, like i do i do tend to just like and then you kind of like mm. yes yeah like I, and i do tend to write dates in here but like never actually look at it um, do you know what has been a but, really big lifesaver like in terms of diaries as well you know the um on your calendar on your iphone i just put and i've color coded like different things so ones to do with uni work ones to do with like to-do lists ones to do with like social things or whatever so i've color coded it and i plan out my day every single day mm. so like i'm just like, okay between this time so I, I try not to make it too time heavy but i just kind of write it roughly and especially if i've got appointments or whatever um another thing is like i really recommend people to have your own morning and night routine that you stick to every day yeah. is really important and i think it takes about 21 days to make a habit so if you keep just banging those out every day it keeps you kind of grounded a little bit and just focus on i don't know it's just it's just i find it really important so yes. in the morning try and do the same thing every day try and wake up at a similar time every day go to bed at a similar time every day i know it's hard at uni it, yeah but try it's, that it certainly is because yeah and it is a very slippery slope which 100%. is a, a, you know very easy to to fall down For sure. if, even with a slight break mm. um you know in, in in those routines honestly i'm i'm i've been getting slightly better at waking up early i mean you know, in the Me summer too, i'd yeah. wake up at like 12 or 1 every day it does get a bit depressing, you know. So, you know, especially it, waking up early really helps, you know. It does, it really yeah. Does even just seeing the sun. I mean, I know we're in Manchester, so there's not much sun. No, yeah. <laughs> but like just waking up early, you just feel like you've got so much more time, and you can get a lot more done in the morning. So, I just definitely think morning and night routines really important. Mm -hmm. Another one I was gonna say is my mum to kind of like help me calm down a little bit. She used to try and meditate with me. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't. I kind of stopped it because I just found it a bit not tedious. But she was like, "Okay, it's fine. Let's start off with like thirty seconds, literally just thirty seconds, and then work your way up." Because sitting there trying to not think about anything for like five, ten minutes or whatever, however long people meditate yeah. for, is very hard. But it is very good for like calming you down, kind of like you know relaxing you a little bit, especially before bed. So I think that's something I really recommend as well. Mm. Oh yeah, I'm, I've never really done much. I I, I get recommended it mm. like, like by everyone. I've just never like. I don't know. I, I, I probably, I probably, if I did try, I'd probably like you get into it. But Same like, I'm never, like yeah. I just don't. I've done it. Like I did it like twice. Mm. Just with my mum. Yeah, but... I can't. Just the thought of just like you know sitting still doing nothing. Yeah, like just, uh, I'd, I'd never do that. You know, she was yeah. like, let's start with thirty seconds. So I was just like, no, it's so long. Yeah. She's like, let's just do five minutes. I was like, no, that's so long. Five minutes is so long. Just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. So she's like, okay, let's start with thirty seconds and try and build up every day. I talked to a counselor about this and she was explaining to me we, i was just talking it was just like exam time i just talked to someone uh, a doctor recommended me to when you've got lots of things to do during the day like a lot of things let's say let's give uni as an example you need to do this assignment first then this worksheet then this 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 instead of telling oh, well actually a better example is like an essay so i think i had a 1200 word essay which to people who do essay subjects is not actually that many words yeah no, <laughs> for someone yeah. who does maths it's a lot for me yeah. but um I told myself, do you know what? I can bang that out in a day, which I, I, I could, I yeah. could. Um, but she said, no, 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 stop right there, stop right there. What do you mean you can bang that out in a day? I was like, yeah, I just get, I saved myself the 11th of January to do for, because it was due the next week, but I was like, I'm going to just give myself 11th of January to do it. And she was like, no, 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 you don't do that. You don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to do this essay when you've got ADHD. What you do is you tell yourself, I'm going to do 50 words or I'm going to do 
100 words or just one paragraph that's that's all you tell yourself yeah you convince yourself so much that you're going to do just that much so when you actually get to the computer and you do that you're like you know it's only 50 words i'll do that and then you tell yourself you know i can do another one of that and you actually get more done than the initial thing that you told yourself so you initially told yourself i'm going to do 50 words but you might end up doing 100 and then at the end of the day you don't have that whole self like I don't know, a little bit of like, you don't feel like low because you didn't get what you wanted to get done. Yes, done, yeah, yeah. Which should, is really yeah, important. Yeah, you should just see how you get, get the, the, the So that's like a really, really good tip as well. Even if mm. you don't have ADHD and you procrastinate a lot, I think that's a really good thing yes, as well. Yes, yeah, in general. Um, Another thing I was going to say is self-care nights. This okay. is just in general, but I think mm. it kind of helps a lot to kind of relax and, I mean, you like your own time as uh, anyway, don't you? Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, it's really important to like find things you enjoy. And, 100%. Like, really, Why like, set time, time yeah. before before bed because mm, like, a good time yeah because uh, you know at the end of the day like th- th- there are going to be days where um i believe uh, whatever her name was called it on on um how to adhd yes sure, like no no brain days yeah um and like you know th- yeah there are going to be days where you're just like simply too stressed and overwhelmed to like do anything 100%. and it's important that you find these niches which like enjoy to do but to like help you like exactly. calm down because like yeah because like there's, there's actually like no point to like push through 100 because you're just going to be like you're just going to like get very little done and just exhaust 100%. yourself out literally if you feel like you're just not able to sit down and study that day because you're either too overwhelmed too stressed whatever just take a self-care day give yourself some time don't you don't have to honestly i had this thing where i had to sit at desk the whole day to try and study but i'd get nothing done until before bed and i remember last exam season everything was online so i went round my friend's house in york and we studied together did our exams together um well she does a different degree she's at different uni to me so not like together not yeah, like that yeah, that's yeah, no yeah. but um so sometimes I'd just sat, sit there in the kitchen trying to study she'd come downstairs from her room and saying Groom have you even got anything done like you're really over, you looked really overwhelmed stressed or whatever let's go out for a meal and then come, I was like I can't go out for a meal right now I have to do some work yeah. like, listen let's even like a five minute walk let's go out for a walk you'll come back you'll feel refreshed and you can get on with it and that mm. really helped it does yes so I just think with our brains we just kind of feel like we know we need to get this done now even if that means procrastinating and I don't know about you but with exam season I feel like I can't do anything fun apart from sit and study. Yes, yeah. So like, I can't even There's go for a walk. There's a bad way to look at it, yeah. It's really bad. It's really unhealthy. But, like, I've learned to kind of mm. unlearn that, to be honest. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing which is uh, w- which helps. So, did you ever use fidget toys? Yes, I ever... had a fidget spinner. Yes, yeah. And I had, like, loads of, like, stress balls as well. Because, mm. um, yeah, people with ADHD, is co- um, like, people have this thing called drifting attention. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess it's from I guess our like caveman ancestors where like uh, you always need like some sort of a- attention on like some on something else apart from like w- what you're focusing on. So you know our, our caveman ancestors would be like picking berries or hunting, yeah. whatnot. They're, you always need some sort of attention to have like some sort of awareness around you in case there's like any danger. And you know that's kind of like inbuilt to mm. you know in, in our nature. Um, but people with ADHD, like that drifting attention is like a lot more pronounced, which yeah. also adds to why we get uh, easily distracted. Yeah. So like that's what, fidget toys, that's that's what they do. Is so like, they they kind of give a very simple thing for your uh, mind to focus on, mm. um, and you know, uh, so they can actually like you know focus on what you're doing instead of like just like random. Hundred percent. In fact, I don't have my. 
Yeah, Look I'm, at you, you've brought all your I little do, yeah. Well, I mean, I've been working <laughs> today before, so yeah, i got to go on my gadgets. I mean... Oh, like, that's really cute. Yeah. Can I see that? Yeah, it's a little, little, little cube. I mean, a lot of them a lot of them are like just like kids' toys. I had to find one that looks semi-professional. Oh my God, least, what, where did you get this from? This is so cool. It's at Amazon, yeah. What's it called? Infinity Cube, I believe. Infinity Cube. Yeah, like... Uh, well, I'll I just like find one and link it actually it in the description. Yeah, yeah. You can also get this like fidget uh, fidget cubes with like all the all the buttons and yeah, uh, yeah you, you know just you know just like very simple repetitive emotion yeah. uh, motion to you know focus on mm-hmm. um, and yeah but you know you could also just like you know like messing about with your pen in your hands like yeah. like we both been doing this whole interview <laughs> um, yeah or just like you know the coin you know just like filling yeah, but yeah exactly. yeah another so th- thing. those things do help yeah hundred um, percent the other thing I was gonna say is if you have ADHD as well, how to ADHD is so good. She does. She has her own YouTube channel as mm, well, yeah. And she has it on Snapchat. I think those are. Re- I think Snapchat's easier for me because it's like little small videos. Yes. Bless yeah. her. She does make yeah. little <laughs> videos anyway because she knows what we're like. With she has a TikTok. Does she have a TikTok? I don't know. I don't think she does. I mean, okay. I'll find it, and if I do find it, I'll put mm. it in down. But yeah, she's yeah. she's really good. Her TED talk was amazing as well. It is. Yeah. I follow some um, TikTok doctors as well who talk about ADHD. One, I think there's a guy called Dr. Kojo something, but he's really, really good. He's made me feel really, you know, like happy about having mm. ADHD yeah. in a way. Um, you have to be careful on TikTok though. There are, there no, are 100%, a lot, a lot of, of course. Poses, yeah, yeah, for you know. sure. They, uh, there's you don't know who's actually a doctor Yes, well. yeah. But um, yeah, I think just how to ADHD, she's, she's really, really good. Um, uh, a lot of her videos uh, I'll, I'll tell you to like a younger age but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but like, she but still makes that, very for good me, points that's quite good, yeah. <laughs> oh my god I remember like growing up Peppa Pig was like so good for me because it was only five minutes and yeah. I found it very stimulating growing up because it was just like little five minutes episodes I'm never much of a Peppa Pig car person you know I think I'm going to pretend to be Dora and my sister would be boots yeah <laughs> anyway okay thank you so yeah. much for coming on just because it's been so long yeah, and we it's been like good old ages. chat yeah exactly um, do you want me to leave your Insta or anything in the description? Go then, ahead, yeah, yeah? by okay. all means. Yeah, there's not much ADHD stuff really. So, you know, if you ever want to check out what I'm <laughs> doing my general. personal life, or go if you ahead. want to chat, like if anyone wants to like ask you a bit about like. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to give advice. Yeah, I'll put the um, fidget toy that if I find it, I'll put it in the link yes, or anything yeah. like that. Um, I'll link also how to ADHD. Her channel's really, really good in the description. Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for coming on. Oh, that's been absolutely. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to the Been There Dumb Chat podcast. For more updates, sneak peeks, and behind the scenes clips, please follow at BTDC Podcast on Instagram and subscribe to the channel on YouTube.